0: how we can live in the world and look out into space understanding that in our galaxy alone there are a billion suns a billion freaking suns in our galaxy alone and they tell us our galaxy is only one of one billion galaxies how one can live not in awe of the impossibility <laughs> of this is beyond me.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> just to
0: be sucking wind big time. Yeah. And I'm saying, wake up, Jerry.
1: Well, just in case you've been living on another planet for the last 30 or 40 years, that, of course, is Michael E. Gerber, the author of this fantastic book called The E-Myth Revisited. And if you're anything like me, Uh, This book is probably a game changer and has had a huge influence on you. I know that it has had an absolute enormous impact on my life and my journey as an entrepreneur. And I was very, very honoured recently to speak with Michael Gerber about the fact that he's just turned 80. He has been doing this now, helping small businesses for over 40 years. Um, And he's got a new book coming out called Beyond the E-Myth. Ladies and gentlemen, this interview with Michael E. Gerber is absolutely epic. I hope you can stay with us. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Hey, this episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by WP Elevation. Well, more specifically, it's brought to you by a bunch of our happy customers. See, frankly, I feel a little bit awkward telling you how great WP Elevation is because you're probably not going to believe me because WP Elevation is my baby. It's something that we started over three years ago. Of course, now we're a team of 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 coaches and mentors and we have hundreds and by the time you're listening to this, probably thousands of members all over the world. But it still really is something that I'm very passionate about. And and of course, if you join WP Elevation, we make revenue and we make profit. So it's a little bit awkward if I tell you how great it is because you probably think I'm just trying to sell you on it. And partially I am because I know how beneficial the program is. So what I'd love to do instead is just introduce you to some of our customers. So if you go to wpelevation.com slash the podcast, or one word, you'll be able to hear some of those stories from our customers and hear for yourself how WP Elevation has impacted their business and changed their lives. I hope you enjoy that and I hope you check it out at some point. Right now, let's get back to the podcast. G'day folks, Troy Dean here and I am just absolutely out of my skin with excitement because I have here on the line with me, Michael E. Gerber. How are you, Michael? Well, I'm great. Great. Thank you so much for joining us. In fact, I I kind of feel like I should call you Mr. Gerber. It just doesn't feel right to call you Michael. (laughs) Uh, You can call me Michael. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Um, I said this pre-roll off camera, but I'm going to say it again here publicly. First of all, thank you so much for everything you've done for small business over the years. I cannot tell you the profound impact that your work has had on my life, my business, and dozens of businesses that I know personally, colleagues and and fellow entrepreneurs, the amount of times that we have sat around at lunch and dinner and networking events and drinks, and the e-myth comes up in conversation. And um, so I'm kind of pinching myself that we're actually here speaking almost in real life.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you, Troy.
1: Now, for those that don't know, why are we here? What are we talking about? What's going on in the e-myth world and in planet Gerber?
0: Well, Planet Gerber, I just celebrated, actually just, it was on June 20th, my 80th birthday.
1: Congratulations. And
0: um, my wife insisted upon having a party for me. And I've told her continuously, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) So, of course, she did that. And the way they covered it, they covered it that is actually a speaking event. So I went paid speaking event to go speak, and even as I'm speaking, I'm figuring this is this guy's people, not our people, you understand? (laughs) So I'm really slow. And what I didn't also know, there are 83,000 people on um, um, streaming video watching it. So there are 83,000 people at my 80th birthday party plus the 230 that were in the audience right there. Um, That's what's happening in Gerber Planet. Now, while I'm doing this thing, um, we're in my mind, um, working on um, NUCO, and I call it NUCO, capital N-E-W, capital C-O, rather than working on Old Co. Old Co is everything I've done up to this point in time. NUCO is the breakthrough that I absolutely are determined to have on transforming the state of small business worldwide. Now, I don't want to sound like a narcissist. I don't want to sound like some great ego humongous maniac. But effectively, I know when I say to transform the state of small business worldwide, this can happen. Mm. But it requires going beyond anything I've done before. Mm. So it's important for everybody who's listening that I'm a guy who's now in halfway through my 80th, starting brand new.
1: Fantastic.
0: And so when people say, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but you don't understand, I'm 46, you know, you don't understand, (laughs) I look at them and say, oh, come on, drop it. It's like Ray Kroc was 52 when he started McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what is happening in Gerberland. In Gerberland, we're creating NUCO. And NUCO is called Beyond the E-Myth, the evolution of an enterprise from a company of one to a company of 1,000. And it's a very small, incredibly potent book. The simplest book I've ever written. It's only 113 pages long. What I do in the book To take anyone who owns what I call a company of one, to take in their imagination, the potential of converting that company of one into a company of 1,000. So we're starting with a baseline perspective, and that is every life a legacy, yours, mine, everyone's, every small business, a school. And if every life is a legacy and every small business is a school, then the question is, what is the legacy we're leaving behind? Hmm. What are we going to learn while we're doing it?
1: Hmm. I love it. Now, um, I do want to talk, obviously, more about the book in greater detail. But before we get there, I just want to take a little step back and, and put this into some kind of context. What I'm... And some people may know this from reading your material over the years, but what I'm curious about is why, I mean, this is obviously your calling. I've heard you speak in recordings enough, I've read enough of your material to know that this is a man who is living his passion and doing exactly what it is he is supposed to be doing on the planet. Why are you so passionate about empowering small business owners. Why does that matter to you? Why is it that that's what gets you out of bed every morning? Well, because I am one. And because I am one,
0: I understand what's missing in this picture. And what's missing in this picture is the answer to why am I here?
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah.
0: Is Is it just to make a living? Yeah. Is it just to make a lot of money? Is it just to become famous? Is it just to write books? So the big question is, so why am I here? Who am I? Why am I here? And in my mind, I believe everyone, whether they are pursuing that question with the passion that I appear to be Mm. or not, everybody is troubled by that very question. It is the question. Mm. It is the existential reality of being alive. Mm. So I'm called to that simply because it's there. Mm. What else am I going to do? Become a plumber? (laughs) You understand what I mean? What am I going to do? I'm not saying demeaning becoming a plumber. Sure. Become a coach. Yeah. What am I going to be? What am I going to do? Why am I going to do it? If it doesn't have a deep meaning to it, then something's left out. And the something that's left out is life. Mm. So that's why I'm so passionate about it.
1: And it seems to me that you, you, I mean, you're obviously someone who is very motivated and driven by helping others, the service of others. And this is, and it's funny, I was listening to uh, an Anthony Robbins book on the way to, on the walk to work this morning. And he talks about you know, there's a direct, and I've known this for years, there's a direct correlation between the number of people you help and how you help them and the success you have and the money you make and that if you want to make more money, go and help more people. It's a pretty simple formula. But a lot of people don't unlock this. A lot of people become obsessed with their own success and their own growth and their own revenue. When did you realize that helping other people was the thing to focus on?
0: Well, I never did. In other words, it never became a question. Do I do it for me or do I do it for them? It's just not a question I would ask. Mm. Um, Essentially, seems patently obvious that if you're attracted to entrepreneurship, if you're attracted to creating, Mm. you're creating it for somebody else, you're not creating it for you. Mm. If I'm creating it for me, I better buy a lot of it. I understand. If I'm not creating it for somebody else, what's the point? Yeah. So what's the point if I'm not creating it for somebody else? So Walt Disney Mm. created it for everybody else. Yeah. But you understand that was what turned him on. Yeah. The more people he could attract to Disneyland, the more people he could attract to all of his incredible movies, Mm. the more alive he felt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, certainly, what I've learned in the in the the few years since I made that mindset shift is that the beautiful thing about serving others is that it's incredibly validating because you get gratitude from the people you serve. It does actually, in my experience, help the growth of your business and increase your revenue, and you're helping others. So you kind of can't lose in that in that scenario, can you?
0: Well, you can if you blow it.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's why you're here.
0: You're here. You're here to help us not blow it. Right. Okay. And unfortunately, most people blow it. (laughs) But apart from that, of course, it's not about if it's good for them, it's good for me. Miko, Yuko, Iko, Beko. It's not about that. Mm. It's essentially very simple. It's one thing.
1: Mm.
0: It's one thing. The one thing we're here to do is to transform the state of small business worldwide. Mm. That's what we're here to do. How are we
1: going to do that? Yeah.
0: Well,
1: we're going to figure that out. Great. Nice segue. So let's talk about this. So you've got um, what I believe is the the last book in the E-Myth series coming out, right? Beyond the E-Myth. Um, so, I, and I, again, I do want to get into the details in, in this, but just before we get there, why, why now? Why this book now? I mean, the E-Myth Revisited was a game changer. I mean, you set... I mean, if I can say this respectfully, you are the grandfather of, or the godfather, if you like, of small business authors and coaches, and I mean, it feels like you're like the Beatles. Everything that's been done since is a derivative of, right? I mean, you just look at everything. Well, that was obviously inspired by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, and this is obviously inspired by Michael Gerber. So why a new book? Why now? I mean, why not just say, well, I've said my piece. There it is. It's on the shelf. Go read the book. I'm done.
0: Well, because the job is still yet to be done. So understand the economics of the world is a tragedy. Mm. And so also understand that um, in the United States, we're now up to 20 trillion in debt. That doesn't include all the other debt that we're not counting when we say 20 trillion. It's now up to over 140 trillion in debt. And so. We are broke. Now, it's an astonishing thing to believe that we're broke when, in fact, we're the wealthiest country on earth. But in reality, no country has ever accumulated such debt. At the same time, the country isn't growing the way it did. So this year, our growth is just above 1%. So understand Nicaragua last year grew by close to 6%. Wow. So United States isn't growing, and we're truly suffering under a monster debt. Now, in addition to that, fewer small companies are getting started every year. Most people don't know that. They think all this internet stuff, all these new e-commerce launches, that businesses are growing like crazy. They're not growing like crazy because those aren't businesses. Those are jobs. Mm. All those people are self-employed. So you understand the massive number of people who in quotes are doing business on the internet are essentially Mm. self-employed. Well, that's not the world I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to a true company. And if it's true that in fact small business in these United States produces 70 percent of all the jobs in the united states well if the problem is as i've just stated it we have a significant problem that needs to be solved the problem also is it can't be solved from the top down it's not going to be solved by the government i don't care who wins mm. tomorrow yeah it ain't be solved from there mm. that's all asking stupid to be smart, that ain't gonna happen. (laughs) So that's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen there in Australia, it's not gonna happen over there in New Zealand, it's not gonna happen over there in China, it's not gonna happen over there in the UK, it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. happen. The more we have, the more government we have, the more stuff we have from the top down, the worse it gets.
1: Mm.
0: So then what? An economy of one. That means every human being on earth has got to rise to the occasion of going to work on their lives, not just in their lives, to reinvent their lives by awakening the entrepreneur within. That's my call.
1: So <clears throat> before we get into, I want to get into the framework a little bit um, that you talk about in Beyond the E-Myth. I've got some some questions around some of that stuff. But- Good. Um, before we get into that you talk about and I love this phrase of yours the technician suffering an entrepreneurial seizure yes and that's and it took me a long time to realize I was in business for a long time as a web designer and it took me a long time to realize that that's what I was I was a technician, technician who was suffering an <laughs> you got it right so for those, that, for those that are listening that may not have cut, the penny may not have dropped yet and I spoke to John Worreller about this who, who wrote a fantastic book called uh, Built to Sell a lot of which is based on on um, what I had already learned from reading your books about systemizing a business. What is the difference between a small business owner, say for example, a web designer who's working for himself, just on his own, building websites for clients. What's the difference between that and an actual small business?
0: Well, it's very, very obvious when you see it. Um, If you were to follow my mandate, essentially go to work on your company, don't call it a business, Because it wasn't a business when you were that web designer doing it, doing it, doing it. You were a technician suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure, doing the work you'd love to do and Mm. making a living doing it. Mm. You were self-employed. You follow me?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So how would you do it if you were a business? Well, very, very straightforward. The process in Beyond the E-Myth describes exactly how you would do it. So there's no mystery about it. It isn't just some of opinions and, you know, very subjective whatevers. Um, It's very, very core competence and process that you get to follow to create a company. And that's what I'm doing now. So what I'm doing now is reducing the complexity of this problem, this opportunity, into the most essential ingredients that everyone can follow step by step by step by step. You don't go to step two until you complete step one. Hmm. And that's actually the solution to the problem.
1: And and so the end result of that, just to, to clear this up for some people listening to this, the end result of that is that the, a company, a web design company, for example, is something that is not reliant on one person and what's in their head, but is more reliant on a series of processes that people can be trained to come in and follow.
0: Exactly. Perfect. Good. That's exactly what Disney is. Yeah. That's what exactly what Disneyland is, yeah. what Disney World is. Yeah. It's an exact set of systems and processes, and a process is only a system over time. Mm. Step one, step two, step three, step four. Overall, that's a system. Mm. Um, A subset of processes that produce identically the same result every single time. That's the difference between a company that's emerging and a job that isn't.
1: Okay, so and and you spoke. I heard a little bit of um, uh, before this interview. I got a little bit of an insight um, into a, a call that you had with my friend David, and you yes. were talking in that in that call. You said something about the self responsibility that the, the 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 responsibility that we have as entrepreneurs as business owners to take responsibility for our own success and you've mentioned this before you've hinted at this before not relying on stupid to get smart um this requires some i mean you know this does require some mental work right and i'm going to walk through some of the processes and some of the ideas that you suggest in the book here but this does require some inward kind of reflection and some deep thinking why do you think most small business owners don't do this. Why do you think most small business owners blow it? As you mentioned before, is it just because they put it in the too hard basket because they don't want to think about it?
0: No, they're just living in their comfort zone. Right. So effectively they're they're more interested in comfort than challenge. Yeah. They're in their comfort zone, they're already hyper challenged. Mm. So God forbid I should put myself into a position of being even more challenged than I am just living. So I'm suggesting the greatest single problem we've got in the me generation is effectively we speak to our right to be in our comfort zone. It's all about getting. It's all about getting. It's about getting this, getting this, getting this, getting this. How do I get more? How do I get more? How do I get more? So we set up the entire financial structure of the world to enable people to get more. Well, I'm suggesting that, in fact, getting more isn't the solution. It's the antithesis of the solution. It's the major problem we have to address. And the only way we can address that is school. Now, not the school that people are going to, not university, because university is stupid. <laughs> not, the, not, you know, mid school, not high school, not school, 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 school. Most schools suck. And most schools end up producing what we've got. So obviously, we don't want more of that. What we want is something that does the five essential things that have to happen for life to change. And I call those inspiration, education, application, implementation, and continuous improvement. Uh-huh. Inspiration, education, application, implementation, and continuous improvement improvements, process. Mm. Five essential functions of every company, every entrepreneurial company. So inspiration produces an epiphany. Without an epiphany, without a breakthrough, without a moment of seeing, without that clarifying instant when suddenly it goes, wow. Without that, there is no awe. Without awe, there's just ordinary.
1: Hmm.
0: How we can live in the world and look out into space, understanding that in our galaxy alone, there are a billion suns. Hmm. A billion freaking suns in (laughs) our galaxy alone. And they tell us our galaxy is only one, of one billion galaxies, how one can live not in awe of the impossibility <laughs> of this is beyond me.
1: Yeah, you just have
0: to be sucking wind big time. Yeah, and I'm saying, wake up, Jerry. <laughs> it's like, wake up. Yeah. So, that's the inspiration. The education is to better understand it. So education leads to understanding. Inspiration leads to an epiphany. Education leads to understanding. And once I've gotten some understanding of it, now I need to apply it. And application comes from training. Hmm. So I'm gonna learn how to do one thing that will give me a greater experience of what I just experienced in my awe, my epiphany, and in my understanding, so that I can see that it actually works. So I have to have the personal experience in order for it to move me to implementation. Implementation means now I'm taking that personal experience, look what I was able to do. What if I were able to spread this throughout my family? What if I were able to spread this throughout my function? What if I were able to spread this throughout my company? That's implementation. And once I begin to discover the profound impact of that continuous improvement, which means continually working on it, working on it, working on it, innovation, quantification, orchestration, everything is a process. Everything's a process. Everything. If everything's a process, I want to discover more and more and more and more about what that process is so I can apply it. Why do I want to apply it? To grow. Why do mm. I want to grow? Because I don't want to remain static mm. where I am.
1: Let's uh, let's dive into the book uh, content a little bit. Got, as I said, I haven't read the book, obviously, because it's not out yet. Uh, when, by the way, when, when is the book due out? When is the book coming out?
0: I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> the book will be out on December 7th knock on wood December 7th this year December 7th and everybody can go to www.beyondemith beyondemith emith spelled e m y t h beyondemith one word dot com perfect and you go to beyondemith.com you'll be able to get the book you'll be able to get a preview of the book We got you. Beautiful. And the beauty of it is the book is only 113 pages long.
1: Easy. Read it on a plane. When
0: I said, I'm absolutely determined to make it simple, stupid. I absolutely am determined to make it simple, stupid. Nobody's got an excuse for not completing the book. Nobody. Hmm. And truthfully, nobody's got an excuse for not doing the book. Mm. completely because
1: it applies to everything you do so i got a little bit of an insight into the framework that you walk through in the book now without giving away the farm obviously i do want to touch on 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 a bit of it um you talk about dream vision purpose mission and then you get into some more practical things about the state of a business and 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 um systems around that but these first these first four things dream vision purpose mission they're all very you know I mean, I'm I'm going to play devil's advocate here and be kind of the champion of the entrepreneur who's running a small shoe store in Tucson, Arizona, who's going to say, well, you know what? It's all very touchy-feely, Michael. How is this dream, vision, purpose, mission stuff actually going to help me bring in more customers to buy more Crocs?
0: Um, do you know how many customers Walt Disney has brought into Disneyland?
1: No, but I'm yeah. sure <laughs> none, but, I, but I know you do.
0: I know yeah, you do. Look it up. So it's a stupid question. (laughs) (laughs) So you understand, you know how many customers Steve Jobs has brought into Apple? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a stupid question. Because if Steve Jobs wasn't a dreamer, he wasn't anything. Mm. If Walt Disney wasn't a dreamer, he wasn't anything. Mm. Walt Disney and Disney Imagineering. Disney Imagineering is the separate arm of Disney. And Disney Imagineering is responsible for creating all of the breakthroughs for the parks. And when Walt would say to his Disney Imagineers, go do this, he would say, but don't come back with anything we've ever done before. Don't come back with anything we know how to do. (laughs) Don't come back with anything that you haven't sweat blood to discover And when you discovered, you said, holy cow, that's what made Disney, Disney. So you've got a little shoe store in Scottsdale, Arizona, stupid. And I'm saying you have exactly the same responsibility, accountability, and opportunity to do what Walt did. The only thing that's different between you is you're so busy doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it Mm. that you haven't connected with the true entrepreneur within. Entrepreneurs are a dreamer, a thinker, a storyteller, and a leader. A dreamer has a dream, a thinker has a vision, a storyteller has a purpose, and a leader has a mission. Mm. These are real pragmatic things that must be done before you even open your doors. These are the foundation for an emerging great company
1: a dreamer a thinker what was a the storyteller, a storyteller and, a leader? Leader. and a leader
0: so i'm saying <clears throat> to you, you are a dreamer you are a thinker you are a storyteller you are a leader from birth i'm saying you were born to do these things and i'm saying if you're a dreamer Your job is to create a dream. What's a dream? A great result. So in my case, my dream, way back in 1977, when I opened our doors, called the Michael Thomas Corporation, a business development firm, my dream was, in quotes, to transform the state of small business worldwide. That was the absolutely divining End game, the great result we started our company to do. Now, we can go into all kinds of explanation of what I mean by that, but we don't need to do that. Sure. My vision when we started the Michael Thomas Corporation way back then in 1977, that's how long ago this started, was to invent the McDonald's of small business consulting. Mm-hmm. So I had a vision of what the company was going to do, if not exactly how it was going to do it. I had a vision of what the company was going to do, what it was going to emulate, in order to realize its dream. Because if we were going to transform the state of small business worldwide, we had to invent the McDonald's of small business consulting. There's no question but that. Our purpose, way back then in 1977, was that every independently owned small business would be as successful as a McDonald's franchisee. Every independently owned small business, our primary consumer, would be as successful as a McDonald's franchisee. And our mission way back then at 1977 was to invent a business development system, an intelligent system for growing any small company that we could put into the hands of a minimum wage kid, our coach, our consultant, who knew nothing about business when they started with us, but who became skilled at working with a small business by mastering our turnkey system. So when you see that, when you hear that, when you understand that, when you take that in, you then begin to understand. But, of course, that's what everybody's got to do. Mm. Everybody. The shoe store in, 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 in Arizona, um, uh, Poodle Clipper in Mississippi, doesn't matter. Everybody's got to do that. And that's what we we're designed to do.
1: So I wonder if you can just give us some insight because I, I work with a lot of small business owners who are – Who get hung up on the dream because a couple of things first of all uh i I don't think they give themselves the time to reflect and meditate on this and and to to give themselves the headspace to come up with a dream but also i think they feel like it's got to be perfect and that the minute that they commit their dream to paper that that's it it's set in stone and it can never change and the fear of getting that wrong or the fear of possibly missing out on a whole bunch of other stuff that doesn't fit into the dream is what paralyzes them from doing the exercise. So I wonder if you can just give us a little insight into how the average small business owner can articulate their dream.
0: Well, I understand that everyone who interviews me, everyone, for this purpose, everyone tells me that the small business owner, the problem that they won't, that they can't, that they wouldn't, that they didn't, that they don't want to, and on and on and on. I hear all these stories about small business owners as though I've never heard this before. <laughs> you gotta you got understand, we have worked with over 100,000 small business clients mm. in the years that I've been doing this. Wow, Over 100,000 small business clients. Mm. And so when I hear all about Mr. Small Business, I can completely understand why you say that but let me tell you what's missing in this whole picture you understand it isn't that he doesn't get it it isn't that they don't want to it isn't that they're resistant it isn't that when they do the dream this happens or when they it isn't about them it's about you so you understand it isn't about getting them to be different it's about you doing it differently So all you're demonstrating to me is that when you say X, they do Y. Well, let's forget about what they do for the moment. Let's just begin to focus on what we do. Mm. And so because, and I can say this to you openly and with great encouragement, um, because we don't have a dream. They don't. Because we aren't passionate about the dream, the vision, the purpose, and the mission. They aren't. Hmm. Because we don't know how to communicate it. They don't get it. So the work isn't to fix them. The work is to transform ourselves. It always starts with you. Hmm. It always starts with me. It always starts with us and so in the process of creating the Michael Thomas Corporation it wasn't figuring out how to get him to do anything it was how to figure out how to get us to do what seemed to be impossible and that's the ball game mm. so when you read the book Beyond the E-Myth you're going to get what I just said and was shared with you I'll be talking to you So I'll not be talking to anybody I've just spoken to. I'll not be talking to your clients. I'll not be talking to small business. I'll be talking to you, only to you. So I want you, when you get it, to absorb it. Read it, read it, read it, read it. Take it in, take it in, take it in. in, And then send me the questions you've got. The questions sound like, yes, but Michael. Yes, but Michael. Yes, but Michael. But not about your clients. Please don't, I don't want to hear about your clients. Nothing I can, I can't have a conversation with you about them. I can have a conversation with them about them. Yeah. Just get them to read the book.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just get
0: them to read the book. That's all you got to do. Yeah. I promise you, just like the e Revisited. I never promoted the e Revisited. Not once. Everybody else did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Spread by uh, spread like God. wildfire. Word of mouth. You know,
0: word of mouth. <laughs> you gotta read this book, gotta read this book, gotta read this book, gotta read that's what's mm. gonna happen here.
1: Yeah. Well, we're definitely gonna do our do our best to uh to spread that message. Um listen, in the short amount of time that we do have left, I just want to talk a little bit about some of the uh after the mission in the in the uh beyond the emyth book, you then Um, just tell us the the four kind of states of the company as it as it goes through that growth
0: let me describe it the hierarchy of growth is very very straightforward it's eight steps the first is the dream the second is the vision the third is the purpose the fourth is the mission the fifth is the job the sixth is the practice the third seventh is the business and the eighth is the enterprise The job, the practice, the business, the enterprise. So here's the critical key missing piece. You're not going to work on old co. You're not going to work on the company you've got. Not, 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 nobody. You're going to work on the company you want to create. The two are separate. Old co, new co. This is new co stuff. This is about starting the company anew on what I call a blank piece of paper and beginner's mind. So we're gonna discover our dream, our vision, our purpose, and our mission, which is the ground for growing new code. I have a dream, I have a vision, I have a purpose, I have a mission, now let's build the company that's going to do that. First segment is the job, and the first component of that job is your client fulfillment system. So when you were saying I was a web guy, I designed websites, right? Instead of being the designer of websites, you're going to be designer of the website system that designs websites. Hmm. You follow me? Absolutely. Turnkey, turnkey. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not dependent upon you, dependent upon it. Why? Well, it's obvious. Until you do that, you can't scale as a company. Until you do that, until you design your world-renowned website development system, you can't bring in Murray Jim, Jack Judy, Jerry Jin. You can't do what Ray Kroc did. You can't do what Walt Disney did. Walt Disney stopped drawing mice, stopped drawing Mickey, stopped drawing Minnie, stopped drawing Pluto, stopped drawing, you understand, he stopped doing that. He had a system and he brought in novices to draw them. Mm -hmm. Called this is how you do it, this is how you do it, this is how you do it, all narrow. Novices who only drew Mickey, only drew Mickey, only drew Mickey, that's all they knew. You understand, they couldn't steal the business. (laughs) They could only draw Mickey. (laughs) And it was copyrighted. Yeah. So they couldn't run out and draw another one (laughs) for anybody else. You got it? Yeah. That's your job. That's your job as an entrepreneur. I'm going to invent NUCO. I'm going to invent NUCO to transform the state of whatever worldwide. I'm going to transform NUCO by et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the deal. The first is the client fulfillment system, the job. The second is the practice, and the practice is the three-legged stool. Lead generation, lead conversion, client fulfillment. See the two critical functions, client acquisition, client fulfillment. I'm gonna build a turnkey client acquisition system that will provide the sufficient number of clients for practice number one, for practice number two, for practice number three, you follow, based on the algorithm we're going to invent that will enable us to do that perfectly, optimal, optimal performance. So I want to keep my people, our technicians, up to speed, optimal performance, based upon the mathematics of our business every business has its own mathematics and you got to figure out what that is mm. so once I've built the practice now what am I going to do I'm going to replicate the practice and create a business so a business I'm saying is only up to seven turnkey practices plus a turnkey management system now that I've turnkeyed the business now I'm going to turnkey the enterprise and the enterprise is nothing other than up to seven turnkey businesses plus a turnkey leadership system now that's a lot to absorb when I say it here
1: yeah it is but, when, but
0: you, it... when you sit down with it it's brain-dead simple if you are chiropractic practice now it's simply replicating the number of chiropractors that you want seven mm. Mm. So, each of them using the identically same system to serve identically the same demographic, to have an impact in the same psychographic, to produce the absolute same result for each and every one of them. The experience we're selling here, the experience we're selling here that makes us who we are and that we can grow exponentially nationwide. Because if I can do this in Cincinnati, I can do this in Cleveland. If I can do this in Cleveland, I can do it in Sydney. If I can do it in Sydney, I can do it in Mal- uh, Melbourne. If I can do it in Melbourne, I can do You follow me. Mm-hmm. Of course you can.
1: I can't okay. wait to get my hands on the book. <laughs> uh, December 7, 2016, the book comes out. It is called Beyond the E-Myth. It will be available at beyondemyth.com. Uh, yep, Michael
0: beyond Gerber,
1: beyondemyth.com. Beyond Michael Gerber, I know that we are out of time and that you, you have got other interviews lined up. So I do greatly, greatly appreciate you spending some time with us here today. And again, a big heartfelt thank you for everything you've done for small businesses all over the world. I wish you all the best with Beyond E-Myth. And uh, hopefully one day I'll look forward to crossing paths and shaking your hand in the flesh.
0: We'll do it. Thank you. Awesome. Take care.
1: Thanks, Michael. Bye Bye-bye. for now. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the WP Elevation podcast as much as I did. I was absolutely thrilled and honoured to uh, have that opportunity to chat with one of my heroes, Michael E. Gerber. And I'm very, very excited to be meeting him in San Diego in December at his Dreaming Room event, a three-day extravaganza in uh, La Jolla where we'll be hanging out with Michael and uh, about 100 other entrepreneurs dreaming up the dream and, and uh, dreaming that big vision for our business. So I'm very much looking forward to that and I'll be of course making a lot of content, uh, video and audio uh, content at that uh, event and I'll be sharing whatever I can with you. Now please remember to visit wpelevation.com beyondemyth, that's all one word beyondemyth beyondemyth and that will take you to the Beyond E-Myth uh, website where you can register and uh, get your hands on the Beyond the e book as soon as it comes out. So get to wpelevation.com slash beyond e-myth uh, to make sure that you get your hands on that book. And please leave us some feedback in the comments section uh, on this episode of the podcast. The epi- this episode of the podcast will be at wpelevation.com slash Michael Gerber, all one word, and, and his last name is spelled G E R. B-E-R, wpelevation.com slash Michael Gerber to leave us some feedback in the comments section. And also please subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating and a review in iTunes. It really helps us spread the word. Just visit wpelevation.com slash iTunes and that will take you to the podcast on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in. We look forward to your company on the next episode of the WP Elevation podcast. Until then, I'm Troy Dean. Go elevate.